0: Good morning. It's Wednesday, February eighth, um, and I am spouting off on uh, on YouTube about Tesla. But uh, let's go over where are we? Uh, where are we going? Uh, where's this market? What's this market doing? Powell spoke yesterday. Um, Jerome Powell said, uh, "Hey, I see uh, higher rates for longer periods." What the market say? We know, you've told us that before, and the market continued up. Uh, you can see SPY on my screen on the four-hour uh, algorithm. We had a buy-in at 383. You're up at four, uh, 420. Let's go to, we'll go to a weekly, because I, I don't want to go to a daily, because I don't think a daily tells the story. I think a weekly tells the story. You can see here from COVID, we had a clear climb up to January 2021, 2022, sorry. At 477. Uh, then you kind of just, you know, you had your uh, bear, market, bear market rally here in March, which brought you from about uh, 415 up to about 450, 460, somewhere in that neighborhood. Then you proceeded to go down to about 383. Then you had your bear market rally right here and you went up to about 430 and you crashed back down. And you crash back down to the October lows of about 350, uh, 348. And this is SPY. So it's not the S&P, it's SPY. So add a zero to it. And that's that's the S&P. But SPY went down to 348. Uh, Then you had your rally uh, into the end of the year. And in December, you failed. You failed and you went down to 374. You didn't make it back to the 340s or the 350s. You kind of hit this, just this 200 day. And you can see the last couple of times that it's hit the 200-day was the 2018 crash in November and December, which took it down significantly, uh, and COVID. And so you touch this in October. That is the base that we're talking about right now. Now, does this put in some type of uh, rally back to maybe 460 I don't think so, I think the the reality of it is maybe we get to four thirty here, back to the August highs. I don't think we get back to the March highs on this rally. I think this one gives up, and I think it pulls back not all the way to the three fifties, but I think it pulls back probably to about three eighty and so this again, anybody tells you that they know where they're it's going uh they don't. They don't, this is just my guess based on the weekly. Uh, the The current rally has legs. It is well above the nine day on this weekly. You're seeing the 50 day kind of, the, the nine day and the 21 are crossing the 50 day. Um, we haven't been under the 50 day in very often in probably the last 10 years. Um, you can see uh, we went back here in 2016, 2015, we went under the 50 day. But we had a clear rally up. Then in 2019, you know, like I said, you went under the 50-day. And COVID brought us under the 50-day. For the entire year last year, we were under the 50-day. So this is the first time uh, since March of last year that we're over the 50-day. Um, no need to get like, oh, my God, it's going to continue to go up. I, personally, I think that we're going to see some type of pullback. And I think we get back to under 4,000. I am not buying in this one. Um, The last two days, we have started off red and wound up green. Simple as that. You've got more Fed people speaking today, so you've got more catalysts that could come by, um, but the Fed people are simply bringing this down. Um, Now, let's talk about artificial intelligence because we haven't talked about this enough. Uh, I just learned this, and and maybe you guys don't know this, um, but ChatGPT which is all the rage, and and that's what all of this artificial intelligence stuff is trading on. You know what the G in ChatGPT stands for? I did not know this. It stands for Google. And you know why? Because ChatGPT um, it, it is based on all of Google's data. So when, when the CEO of Google says, hey, it's all hands on deck, we're going all in on uh, artificial intelligence, um, Sam Altman, who who runs Chat GPT, is a genius. Uh, I don't think that he's more of a genius than many of the engineers over at Google. Again, if Google identifies these guys and 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 you know the geniuses that they have on staff and they can pull this off, I think they'll they'll jump, uh jump the shark, as they say, over uh Chat GPT. Uh now all you need to do to know where you're at with this uh AI stuff is that uh, you know, yesterday, Microsoft said, hey, we're going to incorporate um, uh, chat GPT into, uh, into our uh, Bing software. Boom. They were up 7%. Today, you're up 2%. Um, you've gone from uh, 230, which was down here right before earnings. And I said, guys, if you're not grabbing Microsoft, you're crazy. 231, you're up at you, You've gone all the way up to 275. Um, right now, you're trading at 274. I would not buy it here. Uh, the RSI is way too high at 75. You are overbought. Your your ex-dividend date is coming up. Um, but I do think that these guys will incorporate uh, ChatGPT into an ecosystem that runs really, really well. So you don't have to play these uh, AI, uh, which is CP3AI, I think uh, is the name of the company, C3.AI. You don't have to play these high flyers. You can play the tried and true. Uh, and just to, uh, give you, um, an idea of what a press release does for a stock, uh, Baba just put out a press release that they will have a, um, a chat bot. Um, yeah, that's based on artificial intelligence. I think they named it. Um, this caused the stock to pump about 3%, just that one little bit of news alone. So I I think you've got an opportunity here, um, to get into AI and I think there's, there's several uh, places you can go. I think the first is probably Amazon. Amazon has not said anything about artificial intelligence, but you guys have um, Alexa devices in your home. I guarantee you, most of you have Alexa devices in your home. Uh, most of you use Amazon. Imagine the data that they have on you. That a- alone should be worth the price of admission here. Um, I do think that we will probably go under 100, and that's where I'm waiting to add to my Microsoft position. Um, But I I don't think, you know, if they come out with something tomorrow, uh, that, you know, say they have all of a sudden have a Super Bowl commercial that that mentions AI and it mentions ChatGPT or something, you know, you saw the AI CEO talking about supply chain and blah, blah, blah. Well, all they have to do is do that, and you've got a $120 stock here. Easily $120 stock. Uh, where else can you go? Like we said, Google. Google is the G in chat GPT. If you don't think these guys are going to figure it out, and their valuation isn't worth it at these low levels, under 100 buy it all day long. Buy it all day long. Uh, the The danger with Google right now, and the reason it's down 6%, I don't know that that's the whole reason, But Microsoft having ChatGPT and saying that they're going to uh, integrate it into Bing, yesterday's traffic on Bing was enormous just based on that news. That's why you're seeing Microsoft up, Google down, because Google's uh, golden egg is advertising off of Google.com. If you go to Google, Google makes money. If you just go to Google, Google makes money. That's how they fund their entire program. If you use Gmail, here's what I want you to think about. Uh, how many people use Gmail? I had a, um, a friend who handed his resume to a, another friend who's a recruiter yesterday. And this particular friend um, had an MSN uh, email address. <laughs> um, my recruiter friend said, are you kidding me? Who doesn't have Gmail? So, you know, that tells you the power of Google. Where else can you go? Obviously, Microsoft. Microsoft. You can go with Microsoft um you know you, you uh, by the way, Amazon, to go back to Amazon, guess what's powering a lot of chat gPT It's the Amazon Web services, so they're going to make money off of that stuff too now, Microsoft has Microsoft Azure, Google has Google Cloud, so there is some question about how much Microsoft will get out of it, but Again, Microsoft is probably uh, offering up ChatGPT, the Azure cloud system, for them to use because ChatGPT is quite expensive. But Microsoft is up at 275. I wouldn't buy this one right now. There's too much hype around it. In my mind, I think you come back down to these 250 levels right here. There's a small gap right here that looks like it was filled, but I I think 250 is probably the comfortable uh, placement of of Microsoft. They, in their earnings, they even announced, I mean, God, they announced it. We're going to have a couple of uh, years of difficult, uh, you know, cost constraints, which means that they're going to have to cut costs and customers will be looking at the the costs of Microsoft. So they're looking at that, uh, you know, ever since their earnings, it's just been a rocket ship up. Uh, Where else can you go? Well, NVIDIA. Uh, NVIDIA has had a rocket climb because there is no better chip for artificial intelligence than nvidia chips and our algorithm got you in at 147 uh you're up at 226 right now with all of the momentum in a positive favor the rsi is at 76 in my mind i think your base is at 170 here i think you come down to 170 and i think that's where you can buy it Uh, i don't want to chase this one yes it's a 400 stock if we go and look at nvidia it is super expensive. Um, the PE is 94. The 52-week high is 289. You're only 23% below your, your 52-week high. Year-to-date, this one is up 51%. You're only on February 8th. You're one month in and you've made 58% on your freaking, you know, just one investment. Incredible. Again, this is an AI hype, and I said it yesterday and I'll continue to say it. When you have this type of thing, These stocks run and this is the new EV. This is the new dot com. So if you go back to 2018 and you hear about uh, all the success of Tesla and you look at Neo, and you look at, um, you know, even Nikola. Nikola was one that just basically put out a video of a truck rolling downhill and they were gaining 200% per day just based on hype. This is AI hype. This is what this does for you. So find a company that doesn't say AI, but will say AI, and boom, you've got your, your, your thing. Now, I will warn you, uh, there have been some questions about whether Apple will get into this or not. Um, I am an Apple bull. I love Apple products. <laughs> I hate Siri. And sorry, but if Saturday Night Live were going to do a skit, and they were going to say, hey, the smartest things about you know um, some of your speakers and stuff, Google would be the smartest. Uh, I think Amazon would be the second smartest. A- and then Siri would be a long distance third. I just don't see it. I don't know any other home automation stuff that, that has speakers and stuff like that. So those are the three main ones. Um, but I wanted to bring that up. Um, I just didn't know that G was the thing in chat, GPT. But that's enough about AI. You've got your AI plays. Um, you can play those other ones like AI. Um, what were the three that we had yesterday? Let me see. AI, BBAI, uh, VERI. All of those are fine. S-E-C-O. All of those are fine if you want to trade them on a trade basis. But if you want to actually just put money in companies that are basically going to use AI as a, a platform to build on their current stock base and actually make money and have solid bases. Um, uh, of uh, stock prices where you can just put your money and not really worry about it because FYI, I don't have a job, but I think most of you do. So who wants to sit by their computer all day? That's the problem. And that's why I say go into those. Um, one that I wanted to bring up was, I know somebody in school, I forget his name, but he emailed me and he said, hey, bill.com on their earnings, they're, um, you know they could pop on this thing, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And I said, hey, don't buy it on earnings. But any reaction in the market is an overreaction. Bill.com went all the way down after their earnings down to $91. Today, that stock is at $102. That's just two days ago. Um, Yeah, I'm sorry, last week, last Friday. So what, three days ago? Four or five days? You know, three, four trading days ago. Um, The algorithm still doesn't have you in because the MACD fell that hard. Uh, But at 102, I wanted to bring this up because you do have this gap that goes all the way up to 126. Uh, And the CEO was on, I saw him um, um, interviewed and he said, hey, our business isn't as bad as the stock price kind of says. And, and, you know, they never say that, but that's kind of what he meant. So even if you get this gap up here to 108, that's a good five, 6% move. Um, And that's the beginning of this gap. The end of the gap is at 126. I wanted to bring that up because they, they did go from earning 14 cents per share to earning 42% per share. The problem was their guidance and their guidance didn't just justify um, the, the valuation that they had. Um, They're not earning money from an, you know, from an actual standpoint, just from an EBITDA standpoint. And there's a big difference between that, but their forward PE is 86. So it is expensive, But I do think that the CEO kind of came out and and they took a bigger look at this business. And from $91, if you bought this at 91 and you added some of this, boom, you've already made your your 10, 15% on that one. Great, great trade on that one. Uh, I think that was brilliant. I did not take it, but I wanted to bring that up. Uh, End phase, some of the ones that I saw yesterday that had big moves, uh, End phase went all the way up to 246 yesterday. It's trading at 228. Uh, I don't know exactly know what happened, but yesterday it did go up to 246 in the second uh, in the the afternoon. Uh, I'm sorry, this morning it seems to have gone up to 246. It was the after hours. It's trading at 229. Uh, one that I personally hold. I don't have it in our core portfolio uh, is Crowdstrike. Uh, The reason I own this one but don't have it in the core portfolio is because it's not making money, and I don't feel like leading you guys into a company that's not making money is right. Uh, The RSI is a little high, but CrowdStrike uh, came all the way from uh, 107, and it's at 118 today. Uh, The algorithm had you buy in at 97. You are in this upward trend. It has broken that top wedge. I think it uses the 200-day as its resistance level. That's at 132. Don't listen to a guy on the internet uh, about what to buy. But CrowdStrike is one that's moving, along with all of the other, by the way, um, uh, uh, um, cybersecurity firms. They're all moving. This one has a a forward PE of 57. It is not making money. Year-to-date, you're up 8%. I am down on this one. Uh, Fortinet is another one that was moving. FTNT. This is the only cybersecurity company that's actually making money. Uh, The reason it came out, uh, all of these, were is because Fortinet had their earnings. They went from 53. They're trading at $60 today. 53 was where they were at. They're covering previous gaps here. Um, And you see this gap is all the way up to 62. I would think that's 100% obtainable in the next couple of days if we continue like this. Uh, If we do see a a red day today, then I think you're going to see it go down. Uh, but from the previous earnings that you've seen, it's just continued downward, um, hasn't really moved that much. Uh, I would probably wait for this one to come back. You're going to see a pretty big gap here between 54 and 58 that probably gets uh, fairly filled. Uh, another uh, one that I do have in the core portfolio uh, is Panw. These guys aren't making money, but I do. This is the biggest cybersecurity firm and I like them and their earnings are coming up. On February 21st. And if we just saw Fortinet. I think this one this one has a big cap here as well. Um, you're going to see it. The algorithm has us in at 138. You're at 167 right now. So Pan W is moving. Another one that was moving on our core portfolio. Is TSM. Taiwan Semiconductor. Uh, this one is up 1.2%. Um, the algorithm got you in at 74. Still hasn't gotten you out. Uh, The MACD has crossed down. It looks like it's going to cross up again. I think you've put in a base here at about 90. If it gets down closer to 90, I think I may take some. There is this gap here between 81 and 84 that I've been waiting for. Um, if, If the market comes down, if things just settle down a little bit, I think that's where you're kind of going to to cover that gap. And I'd wait for it to come back there. It is extended uh identify that you are in your fifty two I think you're in within your fifty two week high uh fifty two week high is one twenty eight and that was hit I i wanna say last year at this time um but yeah, everything was high last year at this time, so those were ones that were moving um two announcements came out and kind of moved stocks upwards uh about cutting jobs and that zoom. Um, which moved up. They're trading at 83 right now. ZM, I would not put money into this stock. I think it's a $40 stock. Uh, They have put in a base here between 60 and 70. That seems like a buying opportunity. They're trading at 83. Uh, I think they're going to come back down to their 200-day. It's just not a company that, at best, they get bought. But I don't know anybody that needs them. The other company that announced layoffs was eBay. I think it's 20% of their workforce or 10% of their workforce. Uh, Moved the stock a little bit. Not much. Um, This one has been on a great run. Uh, December 29th, $41. Uh, You're up at $50 today. So, uh, great one. CVS officially announced that they bought um, uh, Oakmark, uh, which is the healthcare services. And it's at $39 a share. CVS gapped up on their earnings with that announcement. Um, it, it went from 86 to $88. Uh, it is a good move for them. And part of that move is because they can take advantage of some of the federal funding um, once they complete that, uh, that thing. I, I don't completely understand it. Do your due diligence. But Oak Street, the, the deal price... The Oak Street, uh, the, the symbol is O-S-H. The deal price is $39 per share. This is trading at $35 per share. So if you want to wait it out, do your due diligence. Understand the timing of this. It is not something that happens overnight. It will take a long time. Uh, in my mind, I think you've got this gap down here. I think you come down closer to 30 um, if there's any kind of regulatory, hey, we're going to put uh, some some barriers up to this. But OSH is that, and remember, it's $39 per share. Um, one that is another uh, takeover, Activision Blizzard. The U.K. came out, and they said, um, I'm looking for my notes. U.K. regulators say it could harm consumers, this deal with Microsoft, and it may not be allowed. The difference between the U.K. and the U.S., is there's no appeal process. So if the UK finalizes that decision, uh, Microsoft cannot buy Activision Blizzard in the EU. It's just the UK, but it would include the EU because most likely that's what the EU would find as well. Uh, There is a $3 billion breakup fee that's rumored in this one. Uh, I think that's 5% of Activision Blizzard's um, market cap today. So you could see, again, I, I think... The $95 price target, if you were to buy here today and the $95 price target, I think it's, a, it's a, a stretch. This could go on for years, though. Uh, but Christian brought it up uh, on, on YouTube. It's been a great stock to trade between 70 and 73. Uh, you know, you, you've, you've hit this, this, this bottom down here at about 70, between 70 and 71. Uh, right now it's trading at 74. Um, I, I think you pull back towards that 200 day at 75. I I act 100% agree that this could be a a pretty active trade. Um, Uber came out with results; they beat on both the top and the bottom line. Um, It's up big. It's at thirty-five dollars. I think it's a forty-dollar stock. Uh, They announced that they will be cash flow positive by the end of the year. I believe that's what Kashkari said. Um, This one has just been a great mover. I do think you see it coming back down to to fill these gaps at 30, 32. Uh, I think this gap down here, if like at the beginning of the show we talked about, the S&P goes down to 3,700, I think you see this back down here at 26, load up on this one. This one might go in the core portfolio. Um, It is that good of a company. I, I really, really like this company. Think about it. Um, they have a tremendous, you talk about, uh, you know, artificial intelligence. Um, you know, these guys have um, enough information about artificial intelligence. Kashikarya was talking about it, how uh, artificial intelligence, say you, you want to go out to dinner with a friend and you're in an Uber and the two of you don't know where to go. Uh, you could ask the Uber app, Hey, where should we go? Uh, I like this. I like this. It'll look at both of your uh, preferences and it could say, go to this restaurant. For the two of you. I mean, that's, that's, you know, it's a great, great use of artificial intelligence. Um, uh, there are some analysts, by the way, and I want to point this out uh, because, like I said, I think it pulls back to that 30, 38, 3900 level on the, the S&P. Um, there are some analysts <clears throat> that are talking about uh, February 15th being the day that the market gets taken down. So from now until uh you know, February fifteenth, they're assuming you might see some choppiness, but you're probably going to see it up. February fifteenth, they believe that it starts to move down. I can't tell you exactly why they think that. Um, but that's the the what I'm I'm looking at and I've seen the date a a number of times. Um Michael Burry, who said uh the crash, <laughs> I mean, he's still saying that this is the just a, a bull market, a bear market rally. So um yeah uh and and for the past 2 days by the way I think I said this we saw red arrows to begin with and, and we saw the market come back um today you're seeing red arrows to begin with um I don't know if we're going to see green arrows to come back but you're seeing red red arrows to begin with um I want to point out I point uh and I'll try watching this and we'll set up some day trading uh, trend spider I posted in the private Facebook group that we have um, and it's free to join. You just have to ask to join. That's it. I don't charge you anything. But um, the TrendSpider has uh, five day trading strategies that w- looked really good, by the way. Um, and I like them, so maybe I'm going to start trading with them. Um, Sherwin Williams. This was a company that was a huge pandemic winner. Uh, everybody painted their house. Everybody was going into Sherwin Williams to get to get paint. Um, this was downgraded. Uh, it's a big pandemic stock. This is like Peloton. This is like all of those. If you look at this now, you'd be in this at two forty three. It's currently trading at two thirty four. The algorithm has you in it, but I don't think that you should get in it. If you look at this pre-pandemic, this was a hundred and eighty nine dollar stock. I think that's that's where you hit in October. Uh, i don't know that you can count on one eighty nine but I would definitely look at it down towards the two twenty mark it's a little bit overvalued there's some some weakness there blah 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 the whole thing um but we talked about uh i i wanted to make sure that you guys knew oil is up uh in the pre market probably based on the um the state of the union speech, which I did not watch so i I saw some mocking of it this morning um Uh, I shouldn't say that. I saw some good and some bad uh, of the the speech this morning. Um, I am hopeful, uh, and like I've been, that Biden moves more towards the center and can work with uh, McCarthy (laughs) and uh, get things done. I hope that the the extreme left of his party doesn't pull him uh, like he has. And make no mistake, he had to go fully left on that stuff. I think he's wanted to, but his career in the Senate was pretty moderate. I mean, he, he, he voted for Clarence Thomas. <laughs> um, you know, he's been pretty moderate. I don't know if he voted for Clarence Thomas. I just remember him being um, embarrassed about the Anita Hill stuff. But he, he has been moderate. So my hope is that he can get things done. And the guy's a negotiator. I mean, let's be honest. He says extreme things to, to try and push negotiation, just like anybody in the Senate does. Um, all they want is negotiation, but they want you to move their way. But I, I, I do think that Biden's a moderate. So I'm hoping oil is up. Um, he admitted that we needed oil. He said for 10 years, and then everybody laughed. You know, um, there is no freaking way that a, a, any oil company can, can drill and say, hey, the payback is 10 years. It's a 20-year payback for investments in the oil industry. So uh, I thought that was funny. Um, let's talk about Tesla. And I got asked Tesla question on YouTube right before I was coming on and I was spouting off about it. Tesla is an interesting one because I've said that it was going back to 80. And then what did Elon do? He pulled the rug out from under me. He cut the prices. <laughs> um, he created demand like we haven't seen since 2018. You got a four to six month wait now for a Model Y. The Model Y is the leading, the best-selling vehicle in California today. That's not just the best-selling electric vehicle. It is the best-selling vehicle in California today. One in every 10 vehicles sold in California is a Tesla. Uh, this is what you have to know. Tesla, Southern California is the largest pickup truck market in the U.S. Tesla is coming up with the Cybertruck. They're having a, a roadshow. Uh, a a product show in March. Elon will outline um, phase three of his uh, sustainability platform. Uh, I I forget exactly what it's called, but it's phase three. He'll outline it. He'll announce that the Cybertruck will be going into production. They may even show the production vehicle of the Cybertruck. I've seen the videos of it. The thing is freaking huge. Uh, I am in the market for it, but based on the size and having driven the Model X, uh, and S, which I think are a little boat-like. Um, newer ones are better than the older ones. But I'm not in the market to get one of the first ones. But I, I do think you're going to see an enormous explosion of that Tesla Cybertruck. And I think there's two reasons. First off, I think there's a huge electric uh, um, uh, pickup truck um, want and need demand in this country. Second... I think of anybody uh, in the electric market, Tesla's the one that has the charging network. If you haven't watched it, Marquez Brown on his auto show, um, just look up Marquez Brown auto and you'll find it um m k k b h d he had a great video last night about how confusing charging structure is for those that don't have it. now you can say. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'll never get an electric vehicle. I'll never do this. You don't know the joys of actually having an electric vehicle and, and the comfort of leaving your home every day with a full tank gas, not having to stop at the gas station, not having to, um, you know, uh, pick up that freaking gross handle, uh, that everybody else has touched after picking their nose and stuff like that. I mean, just yuck. Um, so I, I, I myself love the electric vehicle. I, I tend to, you know, again, if you're not uh, uh, somebody who's an early adopter who understands that are, there are issues, blah, 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 you're not going to be in the, the market for this truck. But I do think that the, the Tesla has invaded that market enough that there will be people who will be selling their Model 3, their Model Y, their Model X, their Model S, and getting that Cybertruck. So to me, I, I think Tesla has the opportunity to pull back here to 145 we have broken 200 right now it's trading at 201 it's up two percent uh you've got this gap here between 260 and 268 i said this before it's one of these two gaps uh my guess is it pulls back here to 150 to 146 Uh, at that point i'm probably adding reminder i don't hold tesla shares i sold them for a gain in december I can get back in whenever I want. I absolutely should have bought back at 100. When it dipped down to 100 on January 6th at 101, I should have bought back in. I was thinking 80, and that's a good 20% down from 100. So it's not like I wasn't, you know, I I wasn't, was trying to time it by a dollar. I was trying to time it by 20%, um, but he cut the rug out, and he increased the prices. He increased demand. And he's got everything going for him. Now, if he finds a CEO for Twitter, uh, this this one right here at 260, that's where it is. Would I buy it right now? No, and the reason is the, the RSI is at 75. That MACD is super high. I think with Spy and with Tesla up in this area, I just don't think it makes sense. There are better places to put your money, or better, you know, better yet, just hold your money. If you're dying to get into Tesla, buy it at 200. If you have say $1000 to put into Tesla, I would put 100 bucks in today. If you're just dying to get in there and you don't want to miss out, put 100 bucks in there. Because you know what? If it does come down here to 140 or 150, big deal. What'd you lose? 10, 20 bucks, you lost lunch. But if you put the full 1000 in there today and it pulls back down here to 150, and all of a sudden you've lost 20%, you know? That's a, that's a big chunk of that money. Now, if you want to just buy it and forget it, buy it and forget it. In my mind, I think you're fine with that one. I think this, this one's kind of like Apple. Uh, I think it trades on retail. It does not trade on valuation. It trades on retail, and people love it. Um, so bring that up. Uh, just so everybody knows, the 10-year bond rate is at 3.6. It's inverted to the two-year, which is at about 4.6. Uh, the inversion is the, one of the largest that it's ever been. Uh, the t- here's what, what that means. And when you hear this stuff, this is what that means. So in 10 years, you're getting 3.6. The assumption of that market is that at some point in time in the next 10 years, um, the Fed is going to pull back rates to 3.5, which is typically what it will do. You know, if we get to the, the assumption is for the next two years, we might be a five. That inversion has always indicated a recession. Doesn't necessarily mean a deep recession. Um, You know, we're we're kind of in no man's land right now. Uh, The market is trying to time things. I liken this to a poker game, uh, where Fed Powell is kind of holding the hand, and the market is the the opponent who's basically pushing the chips all in and daring Fed Powell. Fed Powell could keep the rates high, even raise them past five percent, and show. That he's got a royal flush. Or he could be completely bluffing and just show that he's got a pair of queens and all of a sudden uh, we win. The market's basically saying that for all you poker players. Uh, So um, GNS, by the way, is moving again. But let's get into scans. Uh, We can day trade GNS all we want. Let's get into scans. Uh, One that came up, Merck. We talked about Merck being a great one on a pullback uh Merck has a buy here at 105 it had a buy here at 104 got you out with a little loss but it had all the confirmation touched the 200 day used the 200 day as resistance Healthcare has been a bear uh this year but it was such a bull last year I don't think you know 105 I don't think this is bad this is in our core portfolio I might add some to my portfolio on this one Uh, because again it's, it's just you know 104 105 who cares no big difference if you're just buying and holding this. You are getting off a 25% gain. If we look at this on a weekly and we go back to pre-pandemic, um, the pre-pandemic level is about 86. It's probably where you should feel comfortable with this. But the reality is the, the, the amount of drugs that they have and, and the, 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 the price points that they're getting, I don't think it's a bad thing to have this one. The PE is 18. It's not super expensive. It's semi expensive. It's down 4% year to date. It was up 35% in the last year. It's got a 2.76% dividend, so it's just a mainstay, something that you can put your uh, your hat into. Uh, and I think if you buy, you know, 20% of your your allotment in there, I think you're good. Um, 20% of whatever you want to put in there, I think today you're, you're good. Uh, Nvidia had it. <sighs> This is probably the sixth cross up here. Um, I went over this with the AI. The algorithm had you in January 4th at 147. You're at 226 right now. Uh, I wouldn't buy it. It's just too high for me. Uh, I think you get pulled back down to about the 170 price point. And I think that's where you can feel comfortable putting in. Wells Fargo is a secondary cross up. This is one that I personally did buy at 41.50. You're at 48.39 right now. This is a secondary cross up. I would not buy this one. The algorithm has you in at 41.29. I got in at 41.50, I believe. Um, you could have gotten in to, at the $40 range. Uh, the MACD is super high. The RSI is at 81. It's just way overbought. Uh, if you're in it, enjoy it. I think you've got a top here. Uh, I might be selling mine. We just passed the ex-dividend date. I think I could probably get it back down at 40 at some point in time. Uh, Another one that had a secondary cross-up is LAC Lithium Americas. Uh, This one gapped up yesterday, and you've got this gap between 24 and 25, which it will pull back to. You're at 26 right now. Uh, This one also has a gap here between 22 and 23. Um, The RSI is just too high. This is a secondary cross-up back on January 4th. January 5th, we got to buy at $18. And again, you're at $26 right now. I just think it's too high. Uh, one that, again, had another cross-up is in our Vanguard, VUG. This one's kind of crossing up left and right just at the top of this. The RSI is at, at, at um, 65 It's just overbought. Uh, this, the algorithm has had us in since 211 on a Vanguard low-cost ETF. You're going to have a 20% gain on this one. Just huge on growth. That's enormous. Um, XLV, which is the healthcare. Healthcare has been a bear. Just a complete bear this year. Since December 15th, uh, you have not had a winning trade in this one. It's, it's just been completely downhill. Uh, uh, XLV has you in at 132. Uh, I think you get back to this 200-day at 131. Uh, 13279 is the algorithm. You're trading at 13254 I think if you want XLV and you just want uh, basically a spider sector of the healthcare uh, industry, you can see this has just been kind of, that, that MACD is just completely flat. We'll expand this one up. It's not going anywhere. Uh, and you're just in no man's land as far as the RSI goes. So uh, I do think that you're using that 200 day as support. I think you can probably get into this one. Healthcare in any kind of recession is just some, you're just seeing people move out of healthcare and into growth because growth has been so strong. Uh, XLF, the financials, this has been a monster. This is a secondary cross-up. 33.92 back in December was the cross-up. You're at 36? So you got a nice 10% move. And again, on a spider fund, um, we can talk about the VUG, um, you know, getting all of that but this is a secondary cross-up. It's just too high right now. Uh, one that it probably is uh, getting a lift, uh, and, and pardon the pun, uh, from Uber is L-Y-F-T, Lyft. Uh, you're at seventeen fifty-seven. This is a secondary cross-up. Back December 29th, we had a $10 cross-up. Uh, you've almost doubled your money in this. From 10 71 you're trading at $17. Uh, I think when tomorrow's earnings comes out, Uh, it's tomorrow post-market, I believe. Let me just look. Um, yeah, post-market. So tomorrow after the bell, my guess is your $20 stock. I mean, again, travel and stuff is coming back. Uh, Lyft is doing well. Amgen, this is a, um, a favorite of, uh, uh, dividend folks who, uh, love this one. I think this is the one. Let me see. It's a healthcare stock. Uh, it's got a 3.49% dividend uh i think during the pandemic this was around 150 let me let me just make sure i'm talking about the same stock um yeah so 2020 around here uh it was dipping under 200 and when it dipped under 200 you grab it around 200 and it's at 242 right now if we run the algorithm um you can see it's got a buy in here at 243 below the 200 day you have that death cross right now Question is, is this coming back? Hey, you got your ex dividend date here, February 14th. You might see a little pop in this one. You might see it pulled back down to 220. 243.95 is the buy in on Amgen, though. Uh, TRV, which is Travelers, uh, this one has a cross up here at 188. Uh, It's kind of just been fluttering here between the 177 and the 195. 188, again, it's an insurance company. You could buy it. It's in the Dow. The, the volume's kind of trending down. I wouldn't, this isn't a super strong buy for me. Just honest to God, it's just kind of average. So I wouldn't expect this one to go up to over 200, uh, put it that way. But it does have a cross up. Uh, one that we've talked about before is Constellation Energy Group. This one has just been kind of floundering here between the $80 and $90 mark. Uh, $85.88 is the buy-in. Now, this one has, you've gotten a buy-in at $82. You can see that MACD is just kind of fluttering right there. The RSI is in no man's land at $51. Their earnings are coming up February 15th. I would kind of hold off on this one. <clears throat> and what worries me is you're below that 200 day. And you've got this gap here between sixty nine and uh, 68 and 69 I'm just not sure that we don't get pulled back down there. Uh, it's a utility. It's got a good um, dividend CEG. Let's just look. Um, 0.66, so not even 1%. The problem is that they're not making money. It's a utility. Um, you know, It was downgraded January 17th. Their price target is 91. I, I just don't see a huge upside in this one, but I see more downside. So while it crossed up, and if you want to hold on to a utility, eh, it's not bad uh i d x x this is idex laboratories this is part of the nasdaq 100, um this one is an ascending triangle it's a secondary cross up uh had you buy in here at four fifteen you're five hundred dollars right now four fifteen on january fourth um this is one again it's part of the uh the nasdaq one hundred this is a healthcare diagnostic research it the p e is sixty four hugely expensive hugely expensive um it's 52 week high is do, do, do 560 so you do have 10% to get back to the 52 week high um if we look here i'm sure there's some gaps that i can find in the uh the daily um and the gaps are below actually to be honest 420 427 uh I, to get back to this 600 level would be enormous but, you know, you do have some volume level here at 550 It's a 10% move if you, want to, if you want to risk that one. I don't know much about the stock other than, you know, just what I'm seeing on the chart. Doesn't inspire me that, hey, there's a, you know, 20%, 10% move in that one. Uh, not like, uh, you know, well, as strong as I felt on Wells Fargo where I pulled the trigger. Workday is one that some folks have been asking me about, I think. I still, this gap here between 144 and 156 worries me. But they're at 191. They're above the 200 day. Uh, this is a secondary cross-up. January 13th, we had a buy-in here at 166. You're at 191. You made your 20%. Be happy. Your earnings are coming up on uh, February 27th. So, it's a software company. Um, I think it's fairly expensive, if I remember. Well, it's not making money. It's forward P.E. is 40 um, downgrades on Deutsche Bank, downed it to 195. Uh, Guggenheim has a sell at 142, and you're trading at 191. Yeah, there's some risk there. Uh, BK, which is Bank of New York, I was looking at this one earlier. Um, I semi like this chart, um, not for hey, it's it's you know buy it here because it's just too high, but this is financials. Um, this is Wells Fargo. This is Bank of America. I think you see an opportunity when these things pull back. And this has shown you that when it dips under that 200-day, you can get back above it. I think it's a well-run company. Um, BK is one that, you know, I, I don't have it in my portfolio just because, you know, I'd rather hold uh, XLF, to be honest with you. Banks are just not my thing. This is an interesting one, and I added it. It's in the energy sector. Comstock. CRK. CRK. This has a buy-in here at 1192 You have not had a winning trade since December on this one. Uh, and it's, this is oil and gas. Uh, their earnings are coming up on February 14th. It's an interesting one. Do your research. Uh, again, you haven't won on this one. You haven't won at all uh, in, in this year. Your, your PE is three. It's in value. It's got a 4.19% dividend. Year-to-date, you're down 13%. But over the year, you're up 50%. um, Downgraded from Mizuho uh, with a $17 price point, price target. Uh, KeyBank, overweight to sector weight. Citigroup, buy to sell with a $14 price target. Well, you're at 11. So even at 14, you're talking about a a 20% move there. Uh, At 17, you're talking about a, a much bigger move. So their earnings are coming out. Oil and gas has just been on a tear. Uh, The other thing that drew me me to this is you look at these guys, uh, look at the buys they're buying at 13, 14, 16, 18, 19. And this is just over the last year. They've been buying the whole way down. Uh, Now it's not huge amounts. The chairman and CEO bought 1.6 million shares, uh, $975,000 worth. They get discounts. (laughs) Um, So it's probably insiders, you know, uh, like employee stock purchase kind of thing. Uh but they're buying the whole way down. So, it, it kind of puts to me that that this might be a good, you know, uh $14, 15 price bounce which you could take and in the meantime you're getting a 4 point a 4% dividend. Um you know, do you do diligence, read some of these articles, not the Zacks one, uh read the PR Newswire, the Global Newswire, you the um Finviz Elite. Uh, if you're subscribed, um, you know, Argus Research. They'll all tell you kind of what what I can... The only thing that I can see is in the chart. It kind of makes me a little bit... Um, hey, maybe this is a good one. But th- this gap down here between 940 and 960, that's in play. Even though this was above the 200-day at the time. But I think you do get pulled back to this 200-day... There's enough volume up here at seventeen. Um, you know, you're building your volume down here at eleven. But if you get past that fourteen dollar mark, it brings it right up here to seventeen with that volume. So with earnings coming up, I think that's an interesting one. Just thought that was interesting. Okay, forty-eight minutes. I am done. Uh, if you made it this far, uh, rate it. Just hit the five star. Go over to YouTube and hit subscribe for me. You can see all the charts on YouTube. Um, if you've got any questions, hit me up in the Facebook group. You can post something in the Facebook group. If you want a group answer, um, hit me up on Instagram, hit me up on Twitter, follow me everywhere. The links are down below. If you're interested in TrendSpider, the code DSP25 gets you 25% off. I will give you access to my algorithm. Uh, you can watch the YouTube video that I have on my YouTube channel. Uh, that is an introduction to TrendSpider to make you a better trader um, slash investor. And you can look at that to see some of the the details of what you get with TrendSpider. There's a seven free, uh, seven day free trial. Just remember to get my algorithm. You need to sign up with DSP 25 or give me your email address and I'll have them move you over one or the other. Um, but yeah, if you have any questions, hit me up. Thanks guys.